0: Welcome to another night shift top secret information with political commentator, influencer, comedian, conservative Anthony and his good friend 28 Patriot Mama. Two a patriot mama on Instagrams today breaking down the Epstein list, the cabal behind it, and all the things that you need to know to keep you guessing. My name is Eric Tanzi, former law enforcement officer and special operations veteran. I will be joining in just to listen as we go down the rabbit hole on another night shift. Top secret information. Without further ado, let's bring in Anthony and 2A Patriot Mama. How do you do?
1: How are you? Hello, everybody. How are you? A lot of uh, 2024 information coming out, right? (laughs)
2: It's like a tidal wave this week.
0: (laughs) I feel like we better slow it down. If we're going to finish this marathon that is 2024, we better put the brakes because right now we are at a full sprint going into i don't know what else can we pack in the bingo card is kind of filling up and it's filling up quickly we've had tsunamis ginormous tsunamis we've had this whole epstein list that thing is going out we've had the jewish tunnels which is bizarro land i'm sure we're gonna have to cover that at some point
1: don't um, forget about the uh 10 foot creatures in miami oh my gosh
0: right you know there's there was more footage of
2: Brazil, 10
0: foot yes. creatures on a hill that was released by the New York Post today. Video. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh. And then we have the strategist from JP Morgan uh, predicting rolling blackouts in 2024. Biden won't be running, according to this strategist. And a couple of uh, maybe a new pandemic coming out. And then we have a super cancer uh, that's sweeping the nation. I mean, that is a lot to pack in in less than, uh, what, 11 days? We are in the 11th day of this month. Oh my God, it feels like it's been 300. <laughs> <laughs> We're ready for it to be over?
2: And before, before we go forward again, being it is January 11th, I just want to say today is National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. So, oh, I'm wearing my shirt. Hashtag- oh. Oh. It is
0: okay. That is awesome. So, I didn't know. When are we gonna have um, a national pedophile suicide celebration day? Homicide.
2: Well, um, I did just report today um, about a convicted child porn um, criminal that not only, not only made it was featured in the in it. Um, he just happened to die in prison in Michigan. Thank you. Shame.
1: So
0: devastated.
1: So Sonia, I you know, I know that you and I have talked in, in length uh, about you know trafficking Ooh. and we have talked about the list. Um does the list surprise you and what do you really think? is going to even happen now that the list is out.
2: No, the list doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's not technically a list. It's court documents um, with names featured in it. Um, Names that we mostly knew about. I mean, a lot of people are saying that they were surprised about Stephen Hawking. But as somebody that has been on this journey since the beginning, I knew his name was in there. There was something with him. There were pictures of him on the island. around a table. Like I've seen all that stuff already. So I was not surprised. Um, the thing with, with, with these documents is to me, for me is they've had all this stuff, you know, they're dripping it out to everybody. And it's always like, what, what are they trying to distract you from? Like, because if they were really going to do something with any of this, they've had all of the evidence, they had bins and bins of CDs and tapes and everything else with stickers, uh, tape that said evidence that they had seized from his house. You're going to tell me that none of this is on there? You—you you, And nobody has done anything? They've done nothing. I really... Go ahead, sorry about that. Um, and what bothers me is somebody that is an advocate against human trafficking, that is boots on the ground, now I look at this at from the survivor's point of view. Not only the survivors that were involved in this, but survivors all around the world that are now reading all of these details. They are being re-victimized again and again and again, and it makes me sick. They've done nothing. There has been no justice whatsoever. These victims not only had to go through all of this, had to tell their stories, hoping that justice was going to come of it, had to sit in court and retell their stories, reliving their trauma. And now they're releasing the details in these documents where everybody's reading it, plastering it all over the internet, re-victimizing all of these survivors all over again. Not only them, but any other survivor that may have gone through something similar. And it's disgusting to me. Stop playing with this information. Let's talk about the tapes, the video, and everything else you have. You're going to tell me you have nothing on there? You
0: yeah, we know that in. there was. We know that there was videos recovered from almost every single room of the Epstein Island. We also have all these bizarre pictures um, of like legs and limbs that definitely look like they come from very young children in the mouths of some of these rich elites that have been leaked. I agree with you there. I do think, though, that after I've seen some of the Bill Clinton stuff coming out, uh, he is being publicly shamed for the first time ever. And I think the Clintons, I think this is very good for the Clinton family. They have been an evil, evil, diabolical couple uh, going back on record as early as the 80s with the boys on the tracks. Uh, And then, you know, that coincided right with the Franklin murder cover ups and the Bushes and the satanic cabal of the Franklin cover ups. Uh, That that book was written in 1992. I think it was called The Franklin Murders. And, um, you know, I've always after after knowing the boys on the track story um, from the 80s and that the, the, the Clintons were directly involved in that. I have no doubt in my mind that they were. I do. I do think it's nice right now. That the Clintons are taking so much heat for this, and I know I feel bad for the victims having to relive it, but I mean sometimes there is no joy without sacrifice. I would love to know some of these other victims, though. I mean, right now all we have is Sarah Ransom and Virginia Goufrey, and, or Goofrey, Guffrey or Guffrey Guffrey. I don't, you know, I don't know how to pronounce her name. But I, I the the liberal left or the or the the far left right now is almost painting Virginia Gouffre and Sarah Ransom out to be, you know, they haven't said it yet, but I love the lingo. It's like, well, you can't really trust these girls because, you know, they have a troubled past. Why don't you just say it's because they're whores because they're prostitutes. Is that why you can't trust them? It's the first time I've ever heard the left use that as an excuse. Um, You know, I feel like the left forever has always defended the prostitutes have defended, um, you know, the less The less fortunate, I guess, if you will, for lack of a better term right now, it's early in the morning. But to hear the left in several media outlets say that Virginia Gouffre and Sarah Ransom can't be trusted because they've had a, quote unquote, trouble past. uh, I think it's a low shot from from the from the far left.
2: It is a very low shot. And you know what? It's always when it fits their narrative and it's always the 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 diversion. But Trump was featured. Okay, you know what? you know, I knew that there was a lot of fake things that were being put out there and and photoshopped and stuff like that. So I sat back and I watched, but I sat here, ready to go. If Trump was on that island, I was ready to tear him down too. We well, don't care who it is. The problem is with us. We're gonna call it out like it is. The problem with the left is they always, well, what about this? Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. want to focus on the actual, What's in front of you? They want to throw something else to make, them feel, make themselves feel better about it, you know. And that's that's not what we should be doing. The same thing you, like with pedophiles. I don't care where you come from, what your group is, who you are, because once you cross that line, I don't care where you came from. Right? Yeah. I'm pull your ass out.
1: Yeah. There's is zero. Ex, there's zero excuses that can follow. You're a pedophile. Um, so two things one back to the the, the clintons specifically you know it's funny to me because a lot of people don't remember when the monica lewinsky scandal happened and uh what was her her uh trip uh Lynn, was it linda trip or whoever had uh accused him at that time as well and i know there was other women hillary clinton went on a um uh victim shaming campaign and literally threatened women's lives instead of taking her own husband into accountability. So I think that Hillary Clinton is very anti-woman. So I don't understand why any liberal woman would want to follow somebody who literally um victim shamed and uh threatened the lives of other
0: women. I don't know if she's anti-woman or she's just power obsessed. I think Hillary Clinton has had one goal in mind and that's to be an absolute power from the time she was a little girl. I mean, even if you look at the pictures of her from a little girl, she looks like a little Karen bitch that would tattletale on you. That's me taking cheap shots at Hillary Clinton. But listen, why why do we put this woman on a pedestal who literally has been in politics her entire life? Since high school, she has been in politics. She's never had another real job. She's never done anything else. She has literally had one... One goal her entire life and that's to be in charge and that makes for a very dangerous person because she has it's like you know that person that wants to be a pro athlete they're gonna do whatever it takes they're gonna do the roids look at uh uh lance armstrong and, and some of these you know um uh, these other uh jerry Maguire, or not jerry Maguire. uh what was his name Um uh, uh you, you remember back in the car? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I don't know sports all that much, but, uh, you know, uh, these guys are willing to do whatever it takes to be these professional athletes. Well, Hillary Clinton has made a life of doing whatever it takes to achieve that goal of being uh, uh, the president. So I don't know that she's anti woman as much as she's anti anybody that's in her way. I love that the new Epstein documents spell out from Virginia Guffrey that. And I believe it was Sarah Ransom. You can go back and read. And I've got a couple of clips here that I'll read. And, and, and I encourage everybody to read this stuff for yourself. Don't just listen to us. But go out there and actually read these documents. Um, I've, I've been reading hundreds of pages of this stuff. And it's all starting to come together because I do a news show uh, where it's like I have the news right in front of me. But um, uh, if I remember correctly, Virginia Gouffre was speaking on behalf of Sarah Ransom, where, where Sarah said that uh, Hillary Clinton, and again, that's hearsay, but like it's in the deposition. And with the Clintons' past... I think it's more probable than not that she's telling the truth, but Hillary Clinton approached her and forced her to sign an NDA and an eternal vow of silence, uh, to not disclose Bill Clinton's relationship with Jeffrey Epstein on his little vacation Island. And that's that. And she did that in 2008 for one purpose, one purpose only. And that was to seek power. She didn't want anybody in her way.
1: Well, and, and, Here's something that I want to say also about the list. So, we all know that when you are part of any group, okay, you're you're going to be invited to something that you didn't know the repercussions of or, or, or what happened. So, you can't really say all these people that went there. did did the thing right did the things but it's the amount of times that people went there also each person that did go there needs to be questioned just as if if you were uh in the same house of a murder and somebody was murdered you were at that house so you need to be questioned as well with that being said with the whole time donald trump thing From what I understand and uh, hearing what Trump had said about this years ago during his presidency, somebody had asked him about uh, Jeffrey Epstein and being there and hanging out with him. When you are in the Palm Beach sort of club, right, you own Mar-a-Lago, you own a club, you own a country club. Jeffrey Epstein was a notorious and known uh, just rich person that was by default going to be invited to these parties, dinner parties, golf outings, so on and so forth. When Trump, from what I understand, found out what kind of person he was, he actually banned him from Mar-a-Lago then. Also, Trump stated that when he went to Epstein Island, he thought it was a little fishy. He didn't really like what he saw. So he said that he wouldn't go back. I do believe that Donald Trump did not like the way Jeffrey Epstein approached. I don't know if it was Donald Trump's niece or somebody that was super young, a female. And that is what changed Donald Trump's perception on Jeffrey Epstein barring him from Mar-a-Lago, and he said, "I just don't want to associate with this guy." So that's what I had heard. That's what I had read. Um, I don't know what you guys think about that.
2: You're muted.
0: I think it's I, am- I think it's funny that in Virginia Kufre's statements, she starts out with. All of these things about bill clinton and and she goes on and then they take a break and then when they come back from this break she all of a a sudden changes her stance um, on the videotapes that bill clinton and the other uh, billionaires were in on and then she brings in trump's name so in the entire deposition um and tons of dialogue before the break it was only the clintons and three other billionaires two of them which were redacted I uh, know I'm sorry it was uh five billionaires two of which are redacted three of the names were, were released and so that, that was all she talked about then they go on break she comes back she says all of that was a lie and then immediately starts implicating Trump in these things it's almost as if it's obvious at this point and I can say that because of the whole Russia collusion thing the whole FISA warrant thing and and it's like overt listen I'm not a Trump fan I've never been a Trump fan from day one I I said when he was the president when they were talking about abortion rights i was like i guarantee you trump has paid for more abortions than like anybody that you know has actually had in a fucking abortion so i'm not like an ov- like i'm not one of these uh I-, I don't have the stickers on my car um i i don't uh, publicly announce who i vote for so i i, I don't want you guys to think i'm some kind of bleeding like heart trump fan however it is obvious to me in this case or at least it appears to be in this case that it's really fishy that she doesn't mention his name in the dialogue before the break at all whatsoever. And all she talks about is bill Clinton, bill Clinton, bill Clinton, bill Clinton. And I'll read you, um, I'll read you some of the deposition that talks about Bill Clinton. Then we have this little break and pause and then she comes back, recants everything about Clinton and then starts implicating Trump in a very weird way that she cannot be corroborated with the other witness. I'm guessing that other witness would be Sarah ransom. Um, if I, if I understand this all correctly, again, I, I encourage you to go back and read the list. Um, as a new, like as a news podcast guy, I I'm only good with the facts when they're like sitting right in front of my face because I actually pay people to pull these facts for me. Um, but as i see it and i know that this part is true that there was and i've read it myself i did think it was very obvious that she was pulled aside and said you are not going to say any of that and now you're going to start talking about trump yeah it's obvious do you want me to read some of the uh, the No depos- i you have something I mean, about you
1: can, yeah you can you can i will say this before you read that though and um and i i truly believe that people are misguided in voting on because they're a fan of somebody instead instead of the policy that comes with that person. Is Donald Trump a tough asshole? One hundred percent. In my voting opinion, as an American, the right to vote for whoever I want, I thought he was best because you gave me a career politician and then Donald Trump, who was a citizen. So you gave America Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump. What did you think was going to happen? Did you think that everybody would have voted for this broad? And then in the second round, you gave us Joe Biden and, and Donald Trump. Well, we can argue why Joe Biden won. We can argue if he did win. That's a whole other podcast. But I'm tired of this country always getting the -the run-of-the-mill old bastards that are still in office, that have been in office for over 40-something years, that are doing – Absolutely nothing, not only for the American people, but things that have to do with what we're talking about today. Donald Trump can be an asshole all day, but he's publicly spoken about doing things to eliminate trafficking, uh, things that uh, he wants to make sure are put in place to prevent Trafficking, so I think it's important when we're voting for somebody is this somebody that's good for the country? Is this something that's good for not good for the country? And is this somebody that's going to get something done for the country? That's I'm, I'm yeah, I want to say that. I about your
0: point about um against the establishment, I, I've, I've always thought it was very funny that all these people raging against the machine, right? We were all about rage I, against the machine and rage against the power, and and all these folks, and then you have somebody like Donald Trump who's literally not the power. And and that was the only reason I was a fan of Donald Trump was because he wasn't the establishment. Um, But again, I've never really appreciated Donald Trump. I've never really appreciated anybody that's made it that far and that high in life that hasn't been overtly there on a moral, on a moral background. And I, (laughs) Has anybody that's gotten that far that can stand on some kind of a moral, a uh, background? You know, uh, you. Know, I always joke that you know Brandon Tatum is the kind of guy that I would love to see go very far in life because his whole, his whole brand has been. On moral values and a moral compass and a strict moral compass and I appreciate that Uh, Donald Trump has not built his power or his money on a moral and and that's okay listen I'm not here to debate whether whether uh, Trump is a good person or not but I think in principle you have to vote for Donald Trump if you are one of these rage against the machine guys because he's literally the opposite of the machine again he's not this career politician and the fact that all the politicians hate him this much makes me think we need him even more because we do absolutely need to dismantle the right wing and the left wing politicians. They are a corrupted cabal. They are, um. I- I'm since the eighties. And again, folks, you have to go read the book, Franklin cover up, go read boys on the tracks. And these books were written in the 92 before any of this QAnon nonsense before any of that ever existed. Yeah. These books were out there explaining a very dark and evil cabal. Remember, we have the satanic panic for a reason. Um, And, and I think and, and this is a great, and, I, and I'd love to get your uh, opinion on this to a Patriot mama. But listen, I, I heard somebody say on one of the TikTok videos, again, not a great source, but I like what the, the message was. And it was like, isn't it great? That we have, that we have powerful people on our side that are standing up against Kibon. Don't you like our odds? Like, wouldn't you rather have Elon Musk on your team than somebody like Bill Gates on your team? They have Bill Gates. We have Elon Musk. You know, they have Hillary Clinton. We've got Vivek Ramaswamy. They've got uh, Nancy Pelosi. We've got uh, 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 RFT. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, they've got, uh, what's the, um, the, the, the physicist, the astrophysicist. Uh, oh, I always forget his name, but um, you know, they have him as the scientist. We have Joe Rogan. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we have um, Russell Brand and they have Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, it's, it's like, I really do like our odds in this real world war of good and evil that I'm mm-hmm. to a patriot mama, do you believe that there is a uh, that there is an a war, if you will, against good and evil right now, like we've never seen in our lifetime?
2: Yeah, a huge war of good and evil. But in my mind or how I feel is talk is cheap. You could say all the things you want on social media in front of podiums and everything else, but if you're not actually doing anything to take action on your words and back them up. I mean would you not agree
0: that Joe Rogan's not doing things to back things up would you say that Russell oh, yeah. Brand is doing things to back t- I mean I think that these guys are doing a lot more than just talking on the radio I mean a lot of them are uh, are donating to these Oh yeah um, you know and 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 awareness is part of it you know like Mission 22 right we always talk about 22 veterans a day 90% of that money goes back into marketing and awareness so I mean obviously Absolutely. awareness there's also foot soldiers which is super important um but uh, you know like in all the great battles in history nobody remembers the guy that went over uh went over the berm and charged the enemy they remember the general who ordered the man to to go over the berm but uh you know we do have people like you um who are on the front lines of this who are actively combating child sex trafficking by doing these prostitution things uh do you like our odds though i mean do you feel like You know, I would say that in the nineties, Patriot mama, I would say in the nineties, nobody gave a a real fuck about this. Now we do have warriors that care.
2: Yeah. I mean, I am seeing a huge, not huge. I am seeing a shift as far as the justice system, um, law enforcement, um, people getting involved, the awareness. Yes. Has it increased? We are still so far behind and where it needs to be. I mean, This is probably far past the drug cartel business. In my mind, it absolutely is the number one black
0: market. Um, it is. It's, uh, child sex trafficking in the United States, one, the United States ranks number one for child sex trafficking, um, children being trafficked into the United States. Now, a lot of people think that that kids are trafficked out of the United States. That's not true. They're trafficked into the United States. They're trafficked inside of the United States uh, from one state to the next. And we're the number one country. I think Thailand or the Philippines is number two. Uh, but another uh, important statistic that we need to know is that child sex trafficking in the United States alone is a multi-billion. With a B, as in bitch, billion, billion dollar industry. To put that in perspective, Taylor Swift made about 900, 000, uh, 900 million 900 million, No, yeah, nine hundred million dollars last year. Nine hundred million. She was just shy of a billion dollars. Think about how many people consumed monetarily Taylor Swift's content for it to equal $900 million, that means that there is almost twice that. Well, no, there is twice that because it's multi-billion, if not three times that amount of people consuming child sex, pornography, and trafficking victims just in the United States. So that is a bizarre number. That means that like really legitimately pedophiles are snakes in the grass. They're everywhere.
2: Mm Yeah. I mean, if you want to look at real numbers globally, human trafficking as a whole is $150 billion a year reporting wow. business. Um, currently, there are 40.3 million people currently in modern day slavery in, globally. Every single day, 2,300 in the United States now, every single day, an average of 2,300 children get reported missing every single day. Um the number one form of child trafficking in this country is by family members or somebody that they know. Right in your backyard, right under your roof. Yeah. It's not sound of freedom in America. It is family, people mm-hmm. you know. That is who's trafficking our children. Yeah.
0: yeah. In, this, in this country. Which was a 19 year police veteran and his 14 year school teacher veteran, who were uh, probably one of the most horrific child trafficking cases, not trafficking, but child sex crimes cases, I think, in United States history. Um, with over 150 counts of just the most vile things I covered it on a podcast a couple of years ago. It's the Dennis Perkins case. Um, the funny thing about the Dennis Perkins case is is uh, w- within almost hours of me contacting um, the uh, Louisiana uh, police Commission down there um, to get the records, a private uh, uh, information act. Uh, we, I was able to get his um, uh, his interview from 20 years ago, I was able to get his lie detector test with all the personal notes. And I was able to get all the the deposition notes and then all the witness statements emailed to me within an hour or two of my request. I had hundreds of pages of documents and the only redactions were the child's names and their addresses. And I, this it just, is just, this is a, such a bizarre case where they were drugging little girls at sleepovers and doing nasty things to them. And the girls would not even know it. And nobody would even know that this happened if there wasn't videotapes of it in their house. They were filling cupcakes full of semen and feeding it to um, school kids. Yep, uh, they, I know. Yep. I know that case. Yep. Just, it's just one of the most horrific, horrific cases um, that happened in the last, you know, eight years. I mean, this was a be- pretty new case. I mean, it had been happening for, for almost. I don't know, 15 years. Well, it had been going on for 12 years before they caught it. Um, But the point being is that within a year or so of this actually coming to light, which is in like 2018, I was able to get all of these documents and do an entire two and a half hour podcast going through all of it. But we can't get any information on the Epstein sex stuff, which is bizarro lands because... You know, the only reason they released the documents of the Dennis Perkins case and his wife is because they were peasant teacher and police officers. They were just peasants. That's why we could know about them, but we can't know about what the rich elites are doing. And f- he was a 19 year police SWAT veteran commander. He was a captain of a SWAT team. Imagine that. He was a school teacher. A I was school- just gonna say, imagine that. And, 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 and that's right in this community. And I was, uh, I talked to friends of Dennis Perkins or witnesses. One of the friends had said to me that uh, they had no idea that Dennis Perkins was, uh, was, was a bad guy. And then after an hour of conversation, the guy flips his tune and says, oh yeah, I mean, he was a dirty man. We used to call him dirty Dick Denny. And I'm like, wait a minute, like an hour ago, you were saying like you would never expected him in the whole world to be this guy. And then he said, well, no, no, it's like because he would fuck older women. I mean, he would fuck anybody, you know. But, um, you know, it's these deviants that are in our midst that are obsessed with deviant behavior that we kind of put up in a pedestal. It's that guy in the locker room that's smashing a different bitch every night. You know, eventually that gets old and they are going to start going down that rabbit hole. Um, It's that guy that's obsessed with porn. It's the guy that's messaging you porn. That's the fucking guy that goes down this child pornography rabbit hole. And you know I, what you think about pornography, right or wrong, or what your stances or how you deal with porn. Porn is a very—I like, think it's objectively speaking, porn is is very dangerous. It's a lot like alcohol. Some people can handle it, and some people fucking can't. But when you know that somebody can't handle alcohol, we talk about it, right? We mention it. We talk to that guy about it. We have rumors about him. But we all know that one guy. That goes way too far with pornography. We don't say shit about him. We don't talk about him behind his back. We don't shame him public. We don't have interventions for these guys. We're just like, yeah, that guy. I mean, you know, I, I'm to the point now that I have five kids and I do all these shows. People don't even send me the porno stuff anymore because I started calling people out. They would send me the porn. I'd be like, haha, Why do you feel like that's appropriate to send me? Why do you think I would enjoy seeing that? I don't like that kind of stuff. I'm married and have five kids. I don't know why you think it's appropriate to send me. Now, listen. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fucking saint here. If you've got some funny porno thing, like, you know, like a blooper (laughs) that I can appreciate and humor, but that's not what this is. This is, uh, you know, somebody who's addicted to this kind of thing, we need to hold these folks accountable and we need to question them because if you don't, they become child sex offenders. Well, you know,
2: um, it's a very, very, Dangerous path with that because what happens is is that when you become addicted to it, um, you know you start looking for something more exciting. Then they go, they start going into the teen videos. Teen videos. Yeah, why, I mean, like and that should
0: be every
2: single teen video is an eighteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old because there's it only be legal teen sure. is eighteen and nineteen years old. So, you know, once they start slipping down that slip because they get so bored with what they have consistently been watching, they're looking for something new, something fresh, something that's, you know, going to get them going, let's say. Um, and we do know, obviously, you know, that that the porn industry has been held accountable, is accountable for for a lot of the child CSAM, we call it, we don't like to call it child pornography. And they are making that uh, change of term because it, there is no child that was willing to film something like that, that abuse. So it's being called child sexual abuse material, CSAM. Um, and these people who have been putting these videos, they're, they're making money on this material. Um, there actually was just something that, and the United States is the number one customer for online child. Uh, well,
0: you know, if, if pornography wasn't the gateway drug, and I hate saying gateway drug because I know that like some people are like, Oh, weed, you know, because we we've kind of like said that the weed is the, the gateway drug to crack, and we know that was kind of like a lie back in the early days, the propaganda or whatever. But no, I really mean this. And if and, and here's my proof in the pudding is any porn site you go onto, it's going to have teen or mommy daddy porn. They wouldn't put that absolutely. front and center on it's every porn stuff. site if that wasn't the most popular thing, and if the most popular thing is teen and mommy daddy porno with youngsters in it. You get what I'm saying? That means there are more people consuming pornography that are into children pornography and children sex shit than there are people that are going there for whatever other reason that they're going for. So, pornography is one of these things that I think needs to be regulated extremely. I don't understand why you don't have to put in an email address, a driver's license yeah, number. Yeah, I was
1: gonna say you should have to put in it's a driver's. Super- yeah, you should have to put in a yeah. driver's license. And what and one of the big things I'm I'm sitting back and like listening and taking it all in because I agree with you, Eric. Uh, and it's and it's gotten to the point now where it's it's not your back in the 80s uh 90s where somebody had a vhs tape that they found uh and you know you snuck and watched it because you were a teenager it's literally anybody can become a porn star now uh only fans is i'm not saying that i'm against it i'm not saying i'm against any of this stuff uh, I'm just saying that, you know, it is much easier easier for people to get to consume uh, all of this. And it's much easier for them to become one of the actors. And with social media and the way social media has glorified, uh, we know everybody. We've all had podcasts now. Everybody has merch. Everybody has this thing. Um, sex, unfortunately, is one of the things that has been over. Uh, glorified. And so you do get into these pockets of unfortunate situations on a huge scale where children are being um, trafficked, are being sexualized, are being molested, all of these things. And I don't understand why we don't have a driver's license system before you can even log into the site. And that's why it's super important With what Sonia has been saying, um, and even Troy of Change Unchained, is that, sure, the list is great. It's fine. But, like you guys said, this is stuff that's going on in your backyard, your neighbors that you had no idea about. I mean, you look at John Wayne Gacy, he was a pillar of his community. He was hiring men to do work at his house, drugging them, molesting them. And putting them in his crawl space. This guy was a politician in the community. Uh, it was a neighbor. It was a friend. It was a guy that held barbecues. So, I, you know, I could think back to when I was a kid and it was like the 80s, right? And then in 90s, and it's like you went for a sleepover. I think that's why my parents never let me sleep over at people's houses because my parents didn't trust other parents. Uh, but which I'm very blessed to have, uh, been raised in a, in a household that way. But, you know, I, I remember there were a couple of situations where there, there might have been some questionable things now as an adult, where there was a parent, um, mostly men, I would say, I, I know men and women can be predators, but, uh, where, uh, one of the fathers might've come out of the shower or room knowing that there were young teenagers all camping out in the living room super inappropriate didn't think anything of it because it was that time uh period but now with everything that comes out and everything that we talk about and so many more people being so much more public about it now you start to be like well wait a minute Was that situation back when i was you know 15 where that was a questionable situation so it is opening a lot of eyes i think it's great um, that people are at least
0: talking about it. Yeah. I think it's very odd. And, and, you know, I, I, I interviewed Yakov Buyans at one time. He's, he's really into the sex trafficking scene. His, his sister was trafficked for many, many years. And he's like one of the global leaders in traveling around the world. And, uh, you know, Yakov Buyans' ministry is probably like the leader in, um, child sex trafficking, uh, hunting, hunting traffickers and, and, and getting kids back home safely. I mean, this is what all the movies were, were based off of is Jacob Buen's story and his sister. Um, uh, but you know, he, he was only 12 years old when it happened and there's definitely a lot of trauma there. And I think a lot of people, um, you know, he says a lot of things. He's very anti-porn. He's very anti, he's basically anti-sexist. He's kind of anti-everything. I can't, I I can't argue with the guy because, you know, if my sister or something was was trafficked when I was 12 years old, kidnapped from my home and trafficked around the world, and my family spent seven years trying to find, I would probably be anti-sex as well. Um, But one of the things that he said to me in my interview with him that really struck out was, I asked him, well, so how do you find these predators? How do you know these predators exist? And he says, well, one, go to your church because that's a target-rich environment. Uh, These pedos are going to go to where? The children are. They're going to go to the Boy Scouts. They're going to go to the churches. They're going to go to the schools where they have complete access to children. So they're not working in the auto mechanic shop per se because they don't have access to children there. Um, a fisherman's always going to go to the pond with all the fish in it, typically if he's a good fisherman. And he says, uh, a good way to tell is uh, what, 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 would the t- what will the preacher say about porn? When's the last time the preacher gave a sermon about porn? He said, you'll never hear a fat preacher preach about gluttony. And he's like, and you'll never... Uh, you'll never hear a preacher that's addicted to porn preach about pornography, and I thought that was uh, that was extreme. And he says, you know, here's a great test you could do: mention to your pastor about when is he is he going to do a sermon about pornography, or when's the last time he's done it, and, and how defensive he gets if he says, well, you know, we just try not to bring that kind of thing into our church. That's because that church has a culture there's something going on in that church either that pastor knows about that's going on or he's directly involved in and I thought that was really powerful. second point is is you know we're fine with people um, being against targeting children for tobacco products, for cigarettes for c- uh, cigars and marijuana and all those things but why is there no outrage in the uh overt targeting of children in the sex industry? Uh, more specifically speaking, in pornography.
1: Totally agree with that. Totally. That's such a great point. Yeah, I mean, you have to be 21 now to buy cigarettes. Right? I, I and mean, look, in my eyes, I, I, I'm almost 40 years old. In my eyes, anybody that's in their 20s anyway, in my mind, is a child. I, I don't know. I mean, it's just that the, I, I have nothing to talk with them about. If you're 22, 23 years old, great dude. Good for you. Have a good college career. Uh, but you're a kid. So I, I, there's we don't have to hang out. There's nothing to do there. Uh, 21 years old to me is okay. You can start buying tobacco products, stuff like that. Uh, I don't think 18 is an adult. I, I, I really don't. I don't think that 18 years old is mentally an adult. I will never understood. I never could understand. Even going back to uh, times when I was a teenager, where it was like barely legal. Right? You'd see these magazines. I remember catching. Uh, uh, you know, growing up, a, a cousin of mine who was much older than us found a stash of magazines, and it was like barely legal. Eighteen girl, you know, eighteen year old girls, barely legal. Then at that time, as a teenager, I was like, that's that's really young. Right. I I, mean, it's, it's, I was like, I'm a kid. Like that's young. So I still think that that's young. I still think that you're early twenties and 21 years old and 23 and 20. I still think that's an adult. I don't think that you're fully matured adult until you're close to 30 or at least 30 years old. So I agree. I think that there needs to be a lot of limitations on what can be found. I think that if you're a consenting adult, that's fine. Do whatever you want. But I think that they need to track better who exactly is looking up these sites and questioning exactly what um, you know what. The, I, and I know that they can see what everybody's looking. Yeah,
0: because I mean, where, actually, where do you go after barely legal? You know what I mean? Like, how that's do what you? I'm saying, like, need, if you're you know, looking at
1: anything that's just barely legal,
0: yeah, yeah. that's not obviously, legal. Obviously, <laughs> you're not legal. Right. Obviously you want illegal but you're just settling for barely legal, which means you're a fucking pedophile unless you're like 16 and you, you know what I mean? Because you want to see those young girls out of your age for sure. Right. Um. But uh, you know, and, and and nobody wants to talk about the child uh, porn addiction. That's, that's just going crazy around. I can't remember as well. I mean, I'm 40 years old, so it goes without saying, but there was no children addicted to pornography At all, we couldn't get it. We couldn't couldn't get it. There, you know what I mean. Like it didn't exist. Yeah, um, you
1: were finding it by mistake and sneaking away to be like, "Oh my God, I've never seen this before!" But you weren't doing it Is that your and then when not? you got
0: caught everybody knew you got caught because your mom freaked the fuck out and oh, it was yeah. like you one porn you were porn addicted right like yeah, they, they yeah. were like telling everybody they're like oh johnny was caught with pornography and it's like oh oh they better get a grip on that now they but you know what i mean because it was like such a, a taboo thing now as a police officer i probably took the call once every three weeks once every month of I found all of this porn on my kid's phone, and he's been sending pictures. She's been sending pictures back and forth. What do we do? And I mean, the call comes in so much, and the, the parents were so upset as us as law enforcement officers because, like, what? So she's sending porn to this cat, and he could be anybody. And I'm like, he could be he is anybody. He could be That's anybody, cool. but I mean, like, I all I do is forward this to a detective. But I'm going to be honest with you. She consensually sent these pictures. This guy, is, you know, could be fifty years old, but he, you know, we can't explore all of these. Now I wish they should. I, I, I listen. If I was the chief of Police, that would be the most busy unit that there was. Uh, is 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 combating child sex trafficking because child sex trafficking crime rate is four times more than race crimes. There was four times more child sex crimes in the United States last year than there were hate crimes. Um, and think about how much the media loves a good hate crime, but if there's four times more child sex crimes, why is not the media as thirsty or, uh, as aggressive on reporting these sex crimes as they are race crimes? They're allowing,
1: they're, but, but cause they're already the, the media and the far left liberals, um, their narrative is you can chop off your penis when you're 12 years old. So they definitely can't go against mutilation of children and brainwashing of children uh, as young as elementary school students to change their gender. So if they did go against what we're talking about today, uh, then that would go against their narrative. It would clash at some point, right? Um, or their sex, sex-driven sex books in elementary schools showing little boys how they can blow other little boys. Um, that's my opinion. Sonia, we haven't heard from you in a second. What do you think about everything that we're unleashing here?
2: To go along with all of that, too, there was just something that was reported in in the post two days ago. Um, Social media giants Meta X and Google sue Ohio over law, new law requiring parents consent to open an account. Now, we know that social media is a breeding ground for these pedophiles to target out kids, to groom them, to find them. So um, there's a trade group representing uh, some of the larger social media platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and X is suing Ohio after the state enacted Ohio, of all people, who has like one of the, has all those missing kids all in like a month. I think it was like what, they have over a thousand kids hey, well, well,
0: to be fair, have you ever been to Ohio? I've been once. There's nothing to do there except like devious porn shits or...
2: But, but my There's point is, is that here's a state that is trying, that has, it, it goes into effect January 15th, enacting a law that Parents need, need to consent to their children opening up a social media account under the age of, I believe it was 13 and under. Um,
0: Perfect. That's a great, that's a, that's a that's great, great age. Great I, I would but have now fought
2: for this, we have this company. choice that represents all of these social media platforms, is suing Ohio over this law.
0: Well, why do you think, why do you think they invented Snapchat? Like a app for kids all geared to all the little cutesy kitty stuff that would really make kids happy. Like they didn't make Snapchat for adults to send videos that disappear in 24 hours. Or could you imagine for one second, if we had that technology, if we had the power to send our friends, like there would be no truth or dare. I would have been sending my dick pics all over the place. I'd been sending pictures of my B hole because when I was in seventh grade, I thought that was the funniest shit on the planet. And if I could send it out and, and it would be deleted. And you know, after the first view I would have been doing it all the time because I wouldn't have been able to process that these things aren't really being deleted. There, there is a such thing as screenshots, but you know, it's proof that when they invented Snapchat, like that is, that is 100% so that deviants can get access to deviant shit.
1: Well, and here's the thing that people don't realize about Snapchat as well. you're totally right about that. And that goes back to you're not fully developmentally to make the appropriate decisions. Cause you know, anybody back in those days, anybody would have said, Oh, Oh, you know, get, let me use your pencil. Oh, 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 oh pencil. Like we thought everything w- was Dick. Right. <laughs> um, but it, it, that's the thing is like, you have the, these Snapchat platforms. Uh, good example. One of my nephews, he's, totally of age. He's a college student, but he met his girlfriend on Snapchat. They didn't have any mutual friends. They did not know each other, by the way. And I, and I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I said, well, how did you meet that? How did you guys like meet each other? Oh, well, it was suggested. And I was like, it was suggested by who? Well, it was suggested by Snapchat. It was brings you a list of names. And I have Snapchat because I have adult friends um, and, you know, I have family members, my, my sister-in-law sends videos of uh, the baby and them and stuff like that. But underneath all of your friends, it does say suggested by Snapchat so you can find people. And so uh, I think Sonia and I actually have a mutual friend. who I'll I'll not name in this podcast, but he actually his daughter is uh, was. Just raised right that she had brought that attention to uh, her father immediately. Sonia, was that through Snapchat where he was messaging back and forth with somebody? No, no, Um,
2: actually, we got permission. We could speak about it, and we did bring it up on our last podcast. Okay, uh, I I I never want to. Yeah, and I'll tell the story of what was allowed to be said. One of my team members' um, twelve-year-old daughter. Um, she has a friend in town. The friend's uncle, who is here on a visa from another country got a hold had seen his daughter once when the kids were all hanging out went through his niece's phone got this little girl's number and started texting her That's um daughter. started to she immediately brought it to her father because she is educated obviously by him because of what we do and he brought it to him immediately. He called me immediately. We took over the chat, pretending to be her, because it was a Friday. Um, county. Sh- it was reported to police. A, a report was filed, but they he still needed to go meet with county sheriffs to go further in this. So we took over the chat with the assistance and guidance of the person that that runs the group that I'm a part of. Um, we held it off through the entire weekend. Monday, he went to meet with the sheriffs, turned the chat over. By Thursday, they had the meetup. They took over the chat, pretended to be her, had him meet up at a park. He was arrested on the spot. Um, they are still going through all of the court stuff. Um, but
0: they I wouldn't that wouldn't happen with me. Like that couldn't happen with me, and maybe that's why God hasn't presented that before me, because I would end that motherfucker's bloodlines. Oh, no, trust me. You know trust what I'm me. saying? Like there would, no there would be no cops. He wanted to. There would be no know, cops. It would be like a two-a mama and Anthony. Uh, can you guys meet me in Ohio with a shovel and a fucking plastic bag? I'm there, bro. I not get
2: there, it. Bro. That's my initial mentality too. You know, I have all the pedophile hunter stuff, but in the reality of it, it's like, what good are you to your daughter to protect her further? If this happened now, just think of how many other times it may possibly happen if you're in jail
0: i won't go to know, jail are you? you guys aren't gonna snitch you guys aren't gonna <laughs> snitch because <laughs> i'm just kidding listen I'm, kidding. I'm not calling for vigilance <laughs> I, agree with you.
2: I agree with you you know our first instinct is like we want to take the person down but this is the proper way to take them down obviously so he um, continuously goes to obviously. the board hearings. obviously um
0: obviously especially. don't hang especially. out. By the obviously don't hang out by a pay phone. And then when they're escorting him into the courtroom, obviously don't hang up the phone, turn around and blast him in the head with a pistol. Listen, there yeah. are laws
2: that are starting to pass for victims that the survivors <laughs> that have taken the law into their own hands. And, and this is, you know what they've done to take out and they're considering it self defense. So yes, there are law, laws coming into play where people who actually take, you know take care of take down their abusers they're calling it self-defense and they are you know there are a lot of people in jail for this um victims that are or survivors i should say that are in jail for doing this so i applaud the the states that are actually passing this now
0: that are allowing
2: you know they're they're not getting convicted for Let's
0: say taking down their abusers. Yeah, yeah the, that guy that the reference I was just referencing to uh, that was in the Baton Rouge airport, and uh, I can't remember his name. He's I should probably remember his name because he's the most gangster motherfucker on earth. Uh, but he hangs out by the payphone, and when the when the suspect walks by, he hangs up the phone, and right in front of the police and everything, he shoots this dude right in the head. There's actually a T-shirt on Red Pill Threads about it, I believe. Um, and then the guy only got sentenced to probation. Now this was back in like in the very early. Ni- this was in 1984, actually that case. And, and I can't remember the guy's fucking name, but um, I need to put a picture of him on my wall right next to, to Slick Willie Clinton back here and Casey Anthony. But um, <laughs> so
1: so, uh, so I'm I, basically. I know that we came on here today to talk about uh, you know the 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 list. Um, but I'm glad that we didn't just talk about the list. We talked about the importance of it going on right under our noses, because those are, um, those are the bites that you can take out of this whole entire trafficking world that you can actually do something about, as opposed to, we can't really fucking do anything about the list. The list it, it it's, definitely something that's getting people talking which is great but um i know that we all are going to sleep better tonight because we sleep on our ghost beds and if you use code a-n-t conservative ant slash ant uh ghost bed slash conservative ant you will get uh 50 off on all of your purchases you sleep with a ghost pillow don't you
0: uh, yes, I'm a huge fan. I've slept on uh, ghost beds for many, 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 many many, places. Uh, I belong to a network that only had ghost beds. I've done podcast episodes from ghost beds. I travel with my ghost bed pillow constantly. I have several ghost bed pillows. I have the cooling sheets. I have all the things. Um, we've been to the ghost bed facility and factory and met everybody there. Beds made in the good old USA. I'm a I'm a huge fan of um of, of bed. Yeah, use that promo code ANT for conservative Anthony ANT. Uh 0% down, 0% financing and that's if you have uh, uh that's if you have podcaster credit. You know what I mean? Um, you can afford one of these these beds. Uh if you have oh, yeah. influencer credit, you can absolutely still get one of these beds. I'm just teasing. Uh I want to go back really quick before we hang up. Um to to kind of sum this up. There is a war going on I fought in a real war in 2005, 2006. I fought in a real war, but this war is more important. And this, and the way a war works is that everybody has to be involved and everybody is a hero that's there and is doing their best from the foot soldier, like to a Patriot mama who's going out and physically hunting bad human beings and rescuing children. To the guy who is posting and commenting on the Twitter feeds of Bill Clinton, of any of these guys who have been accused to be with younger women, R. Kelly, Michael, to those who boycott these things, you are just as important. It's like the supply clerk clerk that never sees combat but served in that time. Those guys can't fight the war without you. They can't fight it without the cook, without the logistics officer. Everybody has to do their part. And you first have to realize that you are in a war. And I used to say this when I was in the military to some guys that were like, well, I'm not really a soldier. I'm not really a soldier. I'm just a, a logistics clerk. I'm never going to see combat. If you have that attitude, then you are not going to be supporting the infantry guy, the scout, the Green Beret, the rain. you're not going to be supporting them because you're giving a half out of effort. You have to first acknowledge that you are part of the war machine. And what you do is just as important as everybody else. You have to tell yourself that. Uh-huh. And so- Not everybody can be Sonia. Not everybody can be Yako Boojans, but everybody has access to social media. I saw a clip where Bill Clinton was walking through the airport and everybody was trying to ask Bill Clinton questions. And none of those questions until one person said, what about all these new sex allegations? And then the whole airport started booing. Be the guy who boosts these people. Don't be the tit-for-tat political backer here and affiliate where it's like, well, I know that so-and-so was accused of this, but the Republican was accused of this, or the Republican was accused of this, but did you know? No, all of these people need to be held accountable. They all need to be shamed, and you need to do your part in this war. You know that guy that's looking at porn and is not looking at porn, but is addicted, full-on addicted to porn. Call him out. Start calling out. You know that guy in the locker room that can't stop looking at a girl's ass everywhere you go. You know, the guy that's like, damn, she's pretty. I wonder how old she is. No, you need to call that motherfucker out and say, inappropriate, dude. If you have to ask, she ain't old enough. And I'd appreciate I will, if you didn't I, do I, around me. And I
1: don't disagree with you, Eric, but I will say this you are a man that is married with five kids. I don't want to completely.
0: No, you know what I'm about? Every you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about. You know the guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't,
1: want to, I don't want our listeners to be like, oh, man, I can't even look at a Hooters ad. No, and, and
0: no, 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 no. Like, you know the guy that goes too far. You fucking know the guy that goes too far. I'm there not is
1: guys that go too far, far yes.
0: I'm not, I'm not talking about the guy that has a couple of drinks and gets drunk once a week. You know, uh, that's the full blown alcoholic you go for. You know, the guy that's fucking trashed every single night. Yeah. He fucking can't stand up, that drinks till he pukes, and you know he's got a problem. Yeah. I, of course, every guy's fucking looking at girls here and there. But you know that you have one friend. I promise you, you have that one guy that can't fucking stop. And that's all he talks about. And that's all your relationship is with him. I guarantee I have one of those guys. I have one of those friends. Listen, I you know the guy I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the casual looker. I'm not talking about the man show, the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition guy. Yeah, no, I, I know, I know, I know. Who's got, I know. The guy who's got fucking yes, calendars on his fucking uh, refrigerator. You know what I'm
1: saying? <laughs> <I> <laughs> you, know what you're you know, saying. How old
0: are you? You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what I'm saying.
1: No, so I get it. And, the, and, the, and here's the reason. And Sonia can, can kind of vouch on this too, because I mean, she is one of my best friends. We talk every single day. The, the one the reason why I say that is because another bad thing that social media and the media has done is they've they've watered down words. and what they have done is they watered down the words like, you're a racist, you're homophobic, you're <laughs> xenophobic. you're, um, that person committed SA. That person did this. And what they're doing is they're just taking these words, when they are not suitable for the situation and they're using the situation they're using those words in their situation for clicks and views and then what happens is real actual real victims don't get heard because everybody's using the word over too too much so sure. i would just say be like be really know the type of person that eric is talking about he's right we all have probably one person in our life that we can think of and be like oh yeah that dirt that dude's a pig uh and, and it's
0: not like a write the guy off like i'm not saying like he's a piece of shit and he's a sexual assaulter but like right, we right. hold that guy accountable so when he sends you something that's completely inappropriate like a quick like yo dog hey what makes you think that I'm into this? And you should probably yeah, or be like, hey, you know, don't- you're yeah. still his friend. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Just
1: be, or, or, or at least, and that's the same thing as like, look as a gay man in 2024, I have many, most of my friends are straight guys. Right. And uh, I'm a very uh, no filter person. I, I, I could take, I joke. I take jokes back. Many of these guys that I grew up with, uh, even in high school and on, you know, they'll smack my butt and stuff, joking around. I don't take that in a way that's uh, in a, in a weird way, but if somebody does say, Hey, don't send me that. I'm not into that. You know, I don't just don't send me that or, Hey, don't do that again. And you don't listen. That's a person you need to be concerned about um, because they're not listening to you and they're just still doing the thing. And, and if you're not comfortable with the thing, that's fine for you to say to them, I'm not into whatever it is you're talking about. So all good, but let's move on. I think that's what Eric is saying is calling them out. And I also feel the same way on that. I just, Sonya and I have seen so many times where actual victims voices get so drawn out because so many people have used the words, all of the words, all of them, uh, in the wrong context, am I am I off script? Oh yeah, no, I so think you're good? right. Like, I
0: think we've like we've we've beaten the fucking you're a racist, or you're European. Yeah, 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 you yeah. We've that to death. And look, I mean, I, I put out a call to send Anthony as many dick pics as possible to be funny. <laughs> um, so, you know, I'm a big fucking dirtbag too. I'm a man's man. I'm a toxic white dude. For sure And I I, I really I, and I, I think mean, it's funny I mean but you for me, it you, takes a lot. Send me a, you, you know you want to send me A funny midget porn clip You know that's hilarious uh, You <laughs> know maybe I'll laugh uh, You know I'm talking about the guy That just can't stop You know the, the, yeah. the video And it has no context It's just straight pornography You know you know the guys That have a problem You know the girls That have a problem You know the guys That are in the locker room Um, the, You know that they can't Stop cheating on their wives And everything You know uh, What I'm saying is That you have to be aware Of what's reasonable and what's not so you don't have another denny perkins case you don't want another 19 year police officer that you say well i never saw this coming and then all of a sudden you're like oh yeah we called him dirty dick dickens because he would stick his dick in anything well okay that's the guy the guy that you know that'll stick his dick in anything and they call him dirty dick dickens and and everything about him is is sexual and that you have a nickname like dirty dick dickens that's probably the fucking predator uh, and that's the guy you should, and, you should look at. And, and,
1: you know, Eric, something else before I move to Sonia because I want her before we log off to tell us uh, what she's what she's currently doing and how people can follow her. But I will say y- y'all need to listen to little kids because kids will let you know if they don't want to be around somebody um, because they're not running up like there's signs that you like, don't be complacent, basically. Sure. Um, so, you know, I I read an article the other day of the, you know, of a parent that was like, my kid didn't want to, I think it was like, my kid didn't want to sit on Santa's lap. And I was like, I get that. Like, it's, yeah. it's a dude in a mall that's dressed as Santa. If my kid is like, cool, like with it and comfortable in his own stuff. And he goes up, and he sits on Santa's lap. It's a very innocent thing. But if your kid does, it, I'm using this as, as an example, because it's not a predatorial thing. It's more of like a kid's comfort thing. If my kid says to me, daddy, I don't want to sit on, on Santa's lap. All right, buddy, you don't have to, you yeah. know, like listen to what your kids want to say. I am not a parent guys. I stopped doing the school board thing. I stopped, you know, doing the parent thing because I'm not a parent, I'm just giving you the information so you as a parent can go and bitch about it and change it yourself um, but if I was a parent and me as an uncle I listen to my nephews and nieces and I know that if there's somebody that they don't want to run up to and, and give a hug and say hi to I'm, I'm kind of not going to make them like, I'm sure. not going to make them go say hi to that person maybe they're weird to them, kids can sense that, animals can sense bad people <laughs> I was so... about to say
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like fucking. I like you know when to flee the earth. Like you know when an earthquake is coming because all the birds flee everything. Oh. Uh, two A Mama, where can we find you? How can we consume your content? Thank you so much for being here with us today.
2: Well, thank you for having me. um My main platform is TikTok. It's under Dark Two, the number two light eleven eleven, or just search for Two A Patriot Mama. um That's where most of my content is. I do transfer it over to Instagram under Two A Patriot Mama. Um, I am under Twitter to a Patriot seventy um, four. We have the podcast Monday nights on Rumble under Dark to Light eleven eleven. Um, we have some pretty awesome guests coming on. We have the founder of Free International coming on this Monday, who is based out of Nevada, and who we will be meeting up with again leading up to Super Bowl for our next search and rescue um, operation. Um, I think that's it as far as finding me.
0: Um, Well, we appreciate you coming on. You guys head over to Rumble and check out her podcast. Um, For myself, uh, for the amazing conservative Anthony doing the Lord's work on a daily basis, as well as to a Patriot mama doing the Lord's work on a daily basis, Selvin' Children, this has been another night shift, top secret information. Stay alert, stay aware, and most importantly, stay alive.